Hello guys, welcome back to my podcast, MashaAllah Sisters. I'm your host, Hawa Anno, and thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I truly enjoy having you here. On today's episode, we will be exploring friendships and sisterhood, my favorite, my favorite topic to discuss. And I had the pleasure of having Ahado, who is one half of Let's Talk Bantu podcast. She is truly a powerhouse. I'm a big fan. Who truly does it all. An entrepreneur, a business owner. She's also dedicated to the Bantu community and serves through the nonprofit Mother Africa, which is located in Seattle, Washington. I have had an amazing time having her here to talk about sisterhood, as I've said countless number of times. I created this podcast to amplify Bantu women's lived experiences and foster spaces of vulnerability, and this episode was truly one of vulnerability for me. My hope for you after listening to this episode is to expand your ideas of how much sisterhood can truly support and empower you. For many of us, Including me, I'm guilty. <laughs> we expect our needs to be met through our significant others. But Ahado is an individual who has cultivated friendships that show up for her in ways that I didn't even think was possible. Truly the definition of sacred sisterhood. A huge thank you to her for coming on and sharing her story and showing us ways sacred sisterhood can truly fill our cups and empower our lives. I hope you guys enjoy. Hey everybody, my name is Ahado. I'm one of the co-hosts of Let's Talk News. Mm-hmm. Alongside my girl Halima. So thank you for coming on. My last episode, I was talking to Fania, and we were talking about our inspiration and why we started our podcast. Um, and she said that you were her influence. Well, first it was Digital Sisterhood, and then you had like pushed her to start her own podcast. And yeah. it was really interesting because that's how I felt like with her when I like listened to Bontoology for the first time. I was like, oh my god, like this is amazing. Yeah. Like I like had to like message her during the summer. I messaged her and I was like, I I I love you all your episodes. Like, are you start are you gonna continue? Like when is the next episode? Like I'm obsessed. And that's how she felt with <laughs> you. Um, so I think it's really I'm just really excited to have you here and like how you started the the podcast, Let's Talk Bantu, why you started it, um, and like your plans. Mm. Well, first I just wanna say thank you. I listened to that clip and I just kinda came across it. I was in the middle of my photo shoot for my salon. And my one of my sisters was like, oh, did they say your name? So then I listened to it. And I was like, oh, my God, like, you're so sweet. And it was just <laughs> making me blush the whole night. So, <laughs> you know, acknowledging me. Um, it was really sweet, especially for he. I remember when she <laughs> wanted to get into the podcast, she did send me a message about her vision and, like, what she wanted to use the platform for. And I just thought it was amazing. Her story is amazing. And I felt like people needed to hear her story and they needed yeah. to hear it coming from her so I'm like girl you need to do this so I was very excited for her to start her own podcast um and as for me like I've heard I've always like I was a voice for the community because I de- I do speak out a lot especially I speak out on topics concerning the Somali Bantu community because I work very closely for the Somali Bantu community mm-hmm. I work for an organization called Mother Africa and I um just specifically work for the my mindset. We work for your community. So for Africa, um with my nonprofit, everybody has like their own like communities that they work for. So for me, my my community. So for example, um I I set up meetings, like the most recent meeting we had was voter session. A lot of our parents, they get these voter pamphlets, they don't know what to do with it. They mm-hmm. just throw it and throw it out, right? So mm-hmm. um we invited all all the people that's running for whatever position that they're running for mm-hmm. invited, invited the my my moms and we had a strong my my 
interpreter and she was able to interpret for them. it was so so good because our wow. parents yes girl our, our parents sit with the people that are making the rules for their kids you know they've never met with these people that are making all these rules so it was so so amazing for them to have this conversation and our the my my kids like we're so small that nobody mm-hmm. notices us they all they categorize us as Somalis you know mm-hmm. Somali. but like no because Somali people like they they tend to push us away so we have mm-hmm. to like make a voice for ourselves you know mm-hmm. so I really wanted them to have that conversation so I do things like that um I have diaper drives once a month I get I give the moms in my community boxers all sizes rental utilities um you know most recent that we started is the um drowning awareness that we do kids get free swimming lessons twice a month and learn about the safety around water so we just do things like that and i only cater to them in my community so before anybody else can get these fundings or can get these like i give it to the community first and then what's left over of course we help everybody else I'm just really curious about like how you categorize friends. Like, ooh, like I'm just really curious about just you and your relationship with friendship. Well, I want, I do want to say that like I'm just like when I was younger, I guess, just to kind of give you guys an idea for people yeah. that are watching right now, because you know people from all different age groups could. So when I was in elementary, I did have I have I had a best friend. And then I did have like other friends, but my, my all my friends were really just white when I was in elementary, mm-hmm. um, because I always felt like we really like fit in with the immigrants because I I don't know they always kind of like box themselves into like just immigrants and we we, we all just need to stay together. But mm-hmm. really, I was like I don't care, man. I want to see what these white girls got going on. Okay, <laughs> so I was in them. I was in them sleepovers. I was in wow, Girl Scout with white people. Yes, girl. <laughs> I was parents let you? Yes, girl. Cause they white girl. I don't know. They was more scared of orgies than white. These Bantu people, they gone. <laughs> they was just they had our own stereotypes about them. But with white people, they kind of felt a lot safer for some reason. Yeah, girl. So I I did a lot of like, and I was I'm happy that I went that route. Because I felt like if I just stayed with my Bantu friends, I would not have enjoyed life as much as I I did. Because looking back, like, and because I did, like, when I was with white people, I, I was in Girl Scouts all year round. I what? was doing field trips. Girl, I went camping in the <laughs> I went camping too, girl. girl I, I did all <laughs> types of crazy stuff that I didn't think I would do if I was around Band two people, yes. And then middle school came around, same group of people. But this time, I met my best friend Layla, who was the same as me. Like she had a lot of Mexicans and white friends, and that was like, okay, girl. Like a lot of people in in our projects didn't like her because she was open to getting to know people, and I was open to getting. So we kind of like bonded over that, and we got really, really close. Then you know, I met Layla, and then going into high school, and so for middle school, a lot of the people because I did have like um. A group of Bantu friends that when I came to projects, like when we was around them projects, we was hanging out with, and I was really, really close to growing up. I had like a couple, a group of them, and you know, they ended up being what I didn't want them to be, which is like just focus on men. Mm-hmm. We're so young, but really men driven. Mm-hmm. They just wanted to hang out with the boys. They wanted, you know, let's just, and they would tell me, let's go hang out with the boys. They're going to be at this park or they're going to be at this party. Girl, I'd be like, okay, I'm coming. Never came. Like, Mm-mm. I'm, like, I'm coming. I'm coming. Never came because that's just not something I was interested in. I'd rather be out in the, in the field, dirty, get having fun, you know, with mm-hmm. the girls than partying with some boys, you know. Mm-hmm. So as we were going into high school, that's when the bomb started dropping. Hewlo Hewlo was pregnant. 
Hilda Hilda, I don't see. Hilda Hilda ran away, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then it just made me thankful that I did not choose that route because I'm like, dang, imagine if I spent my whole middle school, high school year hanging out with them, I'd be in the same boat. But instead, I chose to just live, I I chose to be a kid. Yeah. That's what I chose to be. I chose to be a kid, and I'm very happy that I chose to be a kid because I have a childhood. Now, I'm I'm not going to think like that. My childhood, I just was around men and partying and really wow. I'm, not, I'm not traumatized like that right That's I have an actual yeah. I have actual childhood that I can tell my kid oh when I was a kid I was doing this and this y'all need to be doing it you know mm-hmm. so I would say that that's that's kind of just my background friendships right mm-hmm. and then now as adulthood I do have like I don't really have different like friend groups all my friends know each other all my friends have hung out with each other wow um, yeah even with the bantu and the gals like yes girl i bring all their asses together okay wow. like i don't separate nobody because because the thing is i thought all of them would get along because i know all their personalities and uh, like kuni show like they're really nice outgoing people i'm not friends with this ohasu ayang or like Ugh, like standoffish or like oh I'm better than you I'm not gonna talk to you or like friends with girls like that so mm-hmm. it does not matter who I bring around my friends they're gonna um gravitate towards them you know wow. so so my best friend from middle school I'm still friends with her till this day we've been friends for like seven eight years um then I have of course Halima from let's talk dances her and I kind of got we really really bonded in the last couple of years due to um her brother's drownings and then my brother drowned so we really like wow. got like a close-knit like relation yes girl we bonded over trauma <laughs> it's a trauma bond <laughs> it's, wow. a, it's a beautiful relationship um yeah. I, she's somebody I can get really really vulnerable with you know so I I admire her like when I was going through what I was going through she would come and I'm telling you Halima's like an hour away from me so she would be here a whole hour Wow. Just to take me out the house, you know, just to let's just get out or like just sit here with me and just listen to me. And like, she's very, very supportive. When my grandparents passed away, she came here for the funeral. Like, just like, she's a support system that I never knew that I needed, you know. So, and then I have my other friend, her name is um Sahara. And she's like, she's the type of person that I could talk to anything about, you know. Like, I get like that judgment, like, you know, but also like, she's the type of person, like, if I'm doing something wrong, she's gonna be like, girl, are you stupid? Like, I didn't right you know mm-hmm. but we're we're very close we've been close for a few years now um but i've, I've always heard she's always known of me and every time we see each other it was always even when we was younger we have like videos of us like when we was younger we're like cousin like, so excited to see each other you know and now we're like very very close and then i have my rumla samira and nista and they live out of state from me they live in a different state and Nurta too they live in a different state so I see them like either when we're taking trips or like you know during certain events when I'm there to see them and that and so I don't really have like a friend best friend acquaintance they're all just my best friends and then the ones that live out of state they, they all live in the same state out of state or they all live in different states out of state they live in state. wow you see like, so every year you visit them once each person I'm like, we usually see each other twice. So I either I go over there or they come over here. We make it a point. Like, 
okay, I'm going to be on this side of town. You want to come over there too? And it's like, okay, yeah, I'll meet you there. I'm going to be like, you know, so we make it a point to see each other as much as we can throughout the year. It's interesting. That's so nice. Every year. Yeah, girl. I love my friends. That's yeah. why I always say when people, when people be in a long distance relationship and they be like, it's just too much money. Girl, it yeah. ain't too much. If he wanted to, he would. If y'all yeah. take anything from this, just know I have a few times a year. Wow. At least three, four times a year we see each other and we make it a point. Wow. Okay. Wow. Like, you guys put a lot of, you guys invest a lot in friendships. Like, I feel like I'm one of those, I used to be one of those friends who are like, yeah, we're friends by proximity. Like, if we're not in the same place, like, if we don't see each other every day, like, we're in school or whatever, like, you're not going to really hear from me. Um, We're going to probably talk once a month. Like, I I, I, don't, I don't know if I really visit. I don't really visit my my out of state friends, but I do have one friend. Um, but she's gal. Um, and like I, she will like on her birthday, she like flew me out to go see her, and then like I flew her out to come see me. Like we do those so kind of things. Yeah, she's the only one that I do that with, you know. But everyone else, like if you're not in the same state as me, like you're probably not gonna hear from me or see me, you know. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love my friend. I don't know. I can't live without my friends. I feel like that's that's a problem. I really love my friends and I like to be around their company. Like it's nothing but like a good time, good vibes and like Yeah. I just you seem like, like you seem like the type of person who like gets like their cups full from their from your friendships. Like you seem you very happy. You seem like you have your needs met when it comes to friendships. Oh yeah. For sure. Like I feel like you know, when with the relationship you have yeah. like your your partner he makes you like happy, he fulfills you like cherishes you the same way like you know we we always tell each other like you know we give each other like compliments all the time 100% make each other feel good gifts giving we treat each other like so I feel like it's that's so nice right so I feel like you get all within a friendship then it's like you're not really missing out on anything else, you know? And do you feel like you, like, had to build up to that point? Or, like, or do you feel like it's, it all has to do with, like, like, how you choose your friends? Like, you choose people who are like that? Or do you feel like you had to build up to that point? Definitely build up to it as the years. Because we wasn't, like, always like this, you know? Me and my best friend, we actually, um, I moved from the city that I was living in. So we was, like, online friends. So we would go, like, years without speaking to each other. But then we would always see each other, like, on our birthdays. And it would be, like, we've been talking this whole year. Like, we we're so close. So I think it's it took years for us to, like, get to the point. And I feel like it has a lot to do with, like, maturing and adulthood. And I feel like we all kind of know, like, what we want in a friendship that it just kind of, like, it all came together. So do you have, like, do you, you have different expectations for how your friends can show up for you, right? So you don't expect every friend to show up the same way that they all of them do? Yeah, no, I do not at, at all. I know everybody's, like, comfort level. Mm-hmm. So I don't expect everybody to do the exact same thing, mm-hmm. you know, as long as I see I like, okay, you are trying and mm-hmm. you're here for me, you know, the only thing I expect them to do is if I want to call you and cry, you're going to pick up that, listen to me, you know, mm-hmm. but interesting. So like when it comes to like birthdays, like, do you expect your friends to like, so you, so do you see all your six friends on their birthdays? Like do you guys do something special for your, for each other on your birthdays or like, or do you expect like each friend to show up differently for you when it comes to those things too no i mean for me i'm a i'm big on birthdays because i ball out for my friends so and my friends know that i'm big on birthdays so they already know like if you know that i'm big on birthdays 
why wouldn't you why wouldn't you do the most for me on my birthday okay mm-hmm. but, um so my favorite, favorite birthday that I've ever spent with my friends, I celebrate all my birthdays. I, and I blame my parents because they've been doing this to me since I was an elementary girl. You're lucky. <laughs> yes, girl. They, they made me take cupcakes in my classes and I had to eat my <laughs> cupcakes. And I've had birthday parties for the whole Springwood. So it's like all my life I've always wow girl i never celebrate my birthday because it's january 1st i'm like that's one fake birthday like i'm not gonna celebrate it i never (laughs) celebrate it so one of my favorite birthdays was 2021 i was turning no i'm turning 22 Mm -hmm. and um it was last year i was turning 22 and it was like one of the worst years for me and i was like i don't even want nothing to do with a birthday because actually my birthday september 21st my grandfather had passed away september 1st Wow. So I was like, uh-uh. And then, you know, obviously in July, my little brother drowned. So I was like, yeah, no, I have nothing to do with birthdays. And then next thing I know, it was September 17th. My friends, Rumla, Anissa, Bashara, and Samira, they flew in from Milwaukee. So they flew in together, surprised me. And then we went to Levensworth, which is like this beautiful city in Washington. And we had like, we went to a cabin we had like s'mores. We had a jacuzzi right in front of her. Um, wow! Nice. Girl, I wish. My God, these are my babies. Like I was just so like I was emotional. You know, we was we gather around the fire pit and talking and movies. Like the um, like it was just amazing. It was a good time. We went on like um a horse in the horse catalog thing. Wow. Like, it was just so so beautiful and girl That's waking amazing. up every morning to a jacuzzi yeah it was like ugh, i was living my life okay and then when i went back home they um surprised me with gifts they brought me like wow. you know MK purses they brought me a chanel they brought me a dior they brought ah, me you have amazing friends girl, it was <laughs> so great they just surprised me with all these things my sister got me some gold I got some money, and then literally the next day, I think um, I came home, went to my room, and then my cousin like had all these gifts for me on my bed, and I'm like, oh my god, my friend Nusa, she had sent gifts to me, so it like came to my house, and it was just so amazing. Like, and Sahara, she actually got me like the thing I love about Sahara is she just be like, tell me what you want, I'll give it to you. So I just sent her a link, and she'll buy me exactly what I want. does not matter the price. It does not okay. matter, like, none of that. Like, she'll just get it for me. So that was just a beautiful – and then my best friend, let me not forget her, because she's going to be like, what about what I get for you? <laughs> my best friend, she, me and her went out on this um, – this beautiful beautiful restaurant on the it was like on like this little ocean and um it did like ballet partying and then we like exchanged gifts it was just beautiful it was a beautiful birthday so it's like i go all out for my friends and i do expect them to go all out for me because that's crazy that's that's what i'm manifesting for next year those kind of friendships oh you'll get it that are more thoughtful considerate um also i like friends that like have something going for themselves I can be friends with people that like are just like oh I don't want to do nothing I don't like you know all my friends are very very successful mashallah I have Anissa who's an RN nurse she just graduated wow. this year. my baby and and then we have um Ramla who's a just graduated last year for with her public health degree yes wow 
and then I have um Sahara, who's a nurse as well. I forgot what nurse that she is. Forgive me, girl, but she's a nurse. She's very, very young. Finished her nursing school. Went to school. Now she works at I think it's Seattle Children's Hospital that she works. At. I don't know, but I think it's that one because she keeps changing her hospitals. But I believe it's Seattle Children's Hospital. She's doing her thing at such a young age, and she's not even 20 yet, okay? Wow. So amazing. I love that. And then, and then I have my um, friend Samira, who's going to school for dental right now. She's like, she's going to be my little dental. She's going to fix my teeth and stuff. She want to be a hygienist. <laughs> and then my friend Layla, she got her degree in business. And yeah, so they're just very like successful women. And that's like what I like to have around me. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, my friend Halima real estate agent let me not forget her because she gonna wow. eat me up okay she's very very successful as well i love her she has her own business okay running a business what? company really? okay yes a wow. company for family they doing their thing her mom has always been in like the entrepreneur life wow. still in clothes since i was a baby and holly much she's like in a real estate she has to like keep taking her test to pass and she's gonna pass 2023 she will pass her real estate agent test of course of course and they just out there doing their thing and i absolutely love it for them because and they're very diverse you know and what they're doing and what success looks like and you know, ladies, this is what black success looks like, okay? In all types of fields, they just doing their thing. There's no like judgment whatsoever of like what somebody's doing. And I think I love that. Like we all love each other accordingly to like whatever it is that we're doing, you know? Just a little braggy moment to my friends. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, wow. I mean, they do say like like you are you become who you surround yourself with if you're surrounded by a very successful excellent woman like you yourself are a successful excellent woman you know like you become that you empower each other mm-hmm. wow that's amazing girl <laughs> yeah thank you my group of friends are amazing I like no. excellence wow no wonder you're so successful wow because i have them in my ears they're so successful you know they, yeah. they're great they're great they're great no i just want to say um i'm very 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 proud of somali bantu women in our community like every time i see your you guys achievements and things that you guys are doing it's very it's i've seen a lot of first generation college graduates this year a lot okay i've been there and it ain't easy so i want to say like congratulations to all your successes and your endeavors oh my god we got like three Bantu women that have podcasts is three is what I've known of. Maybe there's more I don't know of, but yeah. just the fact that like there's a platform for us to speak and help one another. So many like some other Bantu women that are taking charge and profits like um Nessa Williams, the vice president. Um Havara Jep, she's the face of that um nonprofit. Um just amazing. Like, you know, and I feel like you guys are just uh, there's a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of like like um just open a restaurant. I think it's Jabril something. Sorry if I'm mistaken the name, but they just open a restaurant. Okay, any fashion boutique. My sister with the um boutique that just has been open. Business blooming for our community. It's just some. This is our year. 2023 is a Somali yep. people yep. year, and especially for us women, like we are killing the game right now. Can nobody yeah. tell? Me? Marriages is blooming. This I've seen so many marriages this year oh my god like men that are taking their wives on vacations and living wow. their- oh my god thank you so much i'm i'm i was ecstatic that you decided to be on my podcast i'm so happy that i got to have you i'm so happy that i got to talk to you so glad and i hope to have you soon back again um i am going to you and talk about other things with me again 
Um, so thank you so much. It was amazing having you. And I hope to talk to you soon. Inshallah. Yeah, enjoy your day. Uh, thank you. Bye. Bye.